Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we have a phenomenal episode for you, even though we are without Secret Dragon himself doing the most secret dragon shit imaginable. He just said he's got to do something. That's pretty ambiguous. I like where it's going. Usually when he's got to do something, there's big changes in the food industry that usually benefits the people. So he's not here, which we're sad, but he's out there doing the Lord's work. Yeah, like uh, yeah. When he said when he says he's not he's not here for something, and then like the last time he said he wasn't here for something, nacho fries came out at Taco Bell. So like, we, we're all like, <laughs> like he, we're all on the edge of our seats, just waiting and very anxious to hear what happens next. Yeah. So if you see a big new Taco Bell commercial, just you know, if you see him in the streets, <laughs> completely nod, tip your cap. Some heroes don't wear capes. Um, so yeah, we got actually a lot of stuff to talk about in the sports world. We don't have too much to talk about timeout. We're going to go over 4th of July. Uh, and it's also going to be our rank of just, uh, we're going to do a draft of just America things that are American. What's American. What makes you think of America thoughts like that. So without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the uh, from the tippy top there. Low Budget presents Beer League. Hi, uh, guys. Welcome back. It is good to see everyone. Um, I'll start. I'll start. Let's go over 4th of July weekend. It's a big weekend, and it was a huge weekend for your boy. I got to play golf four times. I played four rounds. Ooh. I played Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I had a phenomenal. That is my dream weekend. Um, I went played bad, played good, played bad, played good. So I was about a 50-50 golfer this weekend. So I was, I was okay with that. It was good to be out. Um, and then we had a family barbecue on Sunday. Um, that was a lot of fun. Got to see a lot of people that I haven't seen in a little while. That was a lot of fun. Um, it is hell on earth for people that don't know. I can't eat carbs. They like see me do like the brat without a bun or a burger without the bun. They're like, what the hell are you doing? And I, it's like, I, I gotta like, have you guys ever seen the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, when he has the laughing fit and he just pulls out a card of this condition, I wish I could have that without like having to explain it. Like make business cards for anyone to be like, Oh, do you want a drink? Or, Hey, do you want some carbs? And just like hand him the card and be like, them being like, Oh, okay. Um, so I was blowing people's minds. They're like, cause we had Italian beefs there and I was just eating the beef without bread. They're like, that is a psychopath move. And I was like, <laughs> I was, was going like, to say, how is an Italian beef without bread? Oh dude, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it's the first time we gotten beef from Moreno's. It is probably one of my favorite Italian places. It might be the best beef I've ever had. It might have Johnny's beef. It was stewed. It was the most flavorful beef I've ever had. It was so good. But a little asterisk 
Um, I golfed that morning on an empty stomach and didn't eat till four o'clock in the afternoon. So there was like, you know, the best, uh, what is it? Oh, hunger's the best sauce. So it's like, I thought it was incredible, but I was starving when I ate mm. it. So I can't tell if it was like as good as I'm thinking or was it cause I was so hungry. So that, that's my little, I thought it was phenomenal. I really thought I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe how much flavor it has. I've never, so heard I want to try it again. I've when never I'm heard not that starving. phrase before hunger is the best sauce. That's a great phrase. John, John's dad used to spell it to us really? all the time. Yeah. John. And then John started using it. Like when we lived together and in college, cause like, he'd be like, you know, I'm going to order some pizza. And then he'd be like, uh, they can't deliver until like an hour and a half. And everyone was starving. Like, let's get something else. And he'd be like, no, no, no. Hunger's the best sauce. Mm-hmm. So he'd be like, okay, okay. Um, anything else I did this weekend? No. Um, quick thing about the Highland park shooting. Uh, very scary time. I actually had a family member that was there that heard the shots. That was a very terrifying, uh, thing. Um, they're okay. Um, when I got the message about it, I forgot that this person was going to be there. And I was just like, Oh man, this sucks. And then like a follow-up question was like, so-and-so is okay. And I was like, Holy shit. Cause you know, it's, it's a little weird. It being in your city a place you've been to before. And then also like knowing someone that experienced it. So that like kind of shook me. That's a terrible thing. Um, I think you got to kill a person like that. That's just my take on it. No trial. Let's get it over with. It's at least got to be something bad. It can't, it can't just be like solitary confinement in my opinion. That's just my opinion. I'm not a big death penalty guy. I necessarily don't believe in it. I think there's cases. I think there's cases, but that, that's as dark as I'll go. I, that's, that's what I just want to say, but you know, shout out to all the uh, men and women in law enforcement helping it on it. Dude, they found the guy the same day. It was very nerve wracking when it was like, this guy's still at large. His arms are dangerous. It's a very scary thing. Cause you know, you know, you could drive anywhere and it's like, I was on the golf course at the time and it was like fireworks kept popping off. And like, that was, that was kind of freaking me out. Um, but yeah, so that was my weekend overall. Pretty good. Um, a solid fourth. It got pretty hot. Johnny, I wish he was here cause he jinxed it. He jinxed everyone on this weather. I played golf with Johnny Saturday or no, I played golf with him Sunday and he goes tomorrow. It's supposed to be pretty cool. And normally that's not how the fourth is. And I'm like, really? It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be cold tomorrow. He's like, I think it's only going to get to like 75. Got up to like 92. Humid. It was really very humid. Sticky yeah. hot. So it was like really I think unpleasant. that might be one of the reasons he's not here. Cause he know, he gave one of the worst <laughs> weatherman reports of all time. And I literally like, I woke up for golf and I was like, man, I might have to wear pants today because Johnny said it was going to be cold. And then I looked at the heat, <laughs> the weather app. And I'm like, what is this 86 degrees at nine o'clock in the morning? I'm like, what's going on here? So, but yeah, let's go with, uh, let's go with beer. How you doing? I'm good. It's been a little while. Work has been up my butt, but we, you know, I've been, we've been getting through it. It's been, uh, it's been good. I, I had a good 4th of July. Uh, went to a cabin in Wisconsin in the middle of a lake. You do that every year for 4th of July for the past couple of years. Um, go with Jenny and a bunch of her friends uh, to go do that. That was really fun. 
So uh, did the typical American celebration, which is like blow stuff up with fireworks and then drink a bunch of beer. So it was pretty good. Um, we made some stuff on the grill. Um, but really it was a pretty, pretty easy weekend. It was like really nice. Like I got on the Island and I put my, I took my phone and I was like, we're about to go on the boat. I'm like, I don't really want to take the phone with me. And I put it in my backpack and then I didn't touch my phone for like three days from like Whoa. Thursday to Sunday. Nice. I was or like Friday to Sun, or excuse, Saturday, to Sun, Saturday through Monday. I was basically just like to my bag, I'm leaving it. Like, and I just was like, now it's like too far gone. If I go and check, like it's going to take a couple minutes to go through it all. So I was just, I just waited it out. Um, until I got home actually that's from, from Wisconsin. So that was pretty cool. Uh, it was kind of like refreshing. Feels to, good. Doesn't to it? Do. it? It really did. And it like kept me in the moment the whole time. So it was just cool. Um, but yeah, it was pretty chill and then, uh, excited to, you know, be back and yeah, it, it was a pretty exciting, but like, relaxing and then typical 4th of July weekend for, for me, definitely. So that's yeah. good. Oh, I have one more th- thing to add. It happened last night. It's so not over the weekend, but it was one of the coolest things I ever did. So I'm in a volleyball league. Um, I actually found out this last night. So I didn't under, I didn't know that you could kick in volleyball. Like I didn't know you can kick the ball. Yeah. And so it was like one of those where the serve was going, I was in the back row. It was coming like, kind of in the exact middle of like me and the person in front of me. So it was like, it was too far for him to get it, but it was like, I had to run out. And so I just like whacked as hard as I could with my left leg. And it like bulleted over this guy's head, hit the net, just went up in the air real high and like came down and we ended up winning the point. And I was like, damn, I wish that counted. And everyone's like, that counts. And I was like, that counts. I was like, Oh my God, that was the coolest thing I've ever done in my life. So that, that, that was wild. And so I got the MVP of last night's game voted on by both teams. And oh, then, wow. and then like one of the guys asked me, he's like, how did you do that? I was like, dude, I have no fucking clue. That was a complete like accident. Like I tried to kick it, but it's like that it worked out was see that one in a million. That guy made the mistake that every single, uh, sideline reporter, or post game reporter has ever made like what was going through your mind in that moment. It's like, it's just reaction. It's just total yeah. complete. You're just responding to what is going on right now. And like, there might be some instances where you're like, Oh yeah, we practice that sometimes. And it, uh, you know, coach talks about it or something like that, but not in this instance, it's just like, no, I just had a reaction and it worked out and it happened to be legal. Yeah. The best part is I didn't know that it was legal. And so I was like, damn, I wish that counted. And Alex, who played volleyball in college, turned out, he's like, oh, that counts. I was like, that counts? Dude, I was like a little five-year-old. I was like, oh, my God, 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 yes. <laughs> and the best part, too, so I think confident. we were, like, losing, like, 16 to 9 at the time. But I was like, I was like, shit doesn't matter, win or loss, when that happens. I'm like, that's a mental victory. I'm like, that just knows we can do it. This team is good. That was funny as shit. Got the dead eye over your eye. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> just how we practiced. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you should have been like, it's just, it's part of my game, you know, got to keep them guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I'm going to end it. Never try to kick again. I'm batting a thousand. Yeah, but that, I, that, that is something I only, I only mentioned it because I whacked my shin against my table. And I was like, why does my shin hurt so much? That's why. You could try to make it like part of your rep- repertoire though. Like try and do like one kick per game, you know? 
and see see how that works out. It's either it, mm -hmm. go one way or the other. Never do it again, or like really, really make it your shtick. Perfect yeah. it. Yeah, I say. Or, it. it seems to be a strength. So what if I do it every game? But I was like, but I, I was just practicing a new hit that time. It's like it doesn't count towards the average. You can have as much like practice sessions as you want. I feel like, and it shouldn't count against the average. But unless you get in a real game, like a legal game, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like then, I can do it every warm up and like then decide like oh, if it's worth yeah. it in warm ups, be like I could bring this in real time. If it's not going good, be like no, 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 those those are reps. Yeah, those are warm up reps. That doesn't count. I thought he doesn't count for batting average. Yeah. In fact, if you do it in warm ups, the other team's like watching you do it and like preparing. Then you don't do it in the game. It's like a mental thing. It's Ooh, like Ryan yeah. Hayes smoke screens. You know, that's <laughs> exactly what Joe is getting at. I bet. You know. Yeah, I thought you were saying at first that you would do it in the game and then if it didn't work you would you wouldn't count it towards your average i was like that's not how that works like oh, oh no stats are stats if yeah, you do it in yeah. a game you gotta count okay um glad we cleared that up nick how are you doing though how was your fourth was, i'm guessing you went to the lake house i actually did not oh uh, curveball wow. uh i had a buddy from high school a good guess. uh but yeah it was a really good guest normally i would have been there i had a buddy from high school got married uh, up in mm. Mad Madison, Wisconsin. So um, was up there for the weekend, drove up on Friday, had Friday and Monday off of work, which was really nice. So like Thursday night was like a little bit of a, okay, let's get this weekend started. And then uh, drove up Friday during the day. And Madison's just like a cool little town. That's what every, like I told a bunch of people that were going to Madison. My girlfriend told a bunch of people she was going to Madison. Everybody's just like, oh, it's a cool little town. And it's like it is because the it's right in between the lakes. It's got the university right there. It's all like basically walkable, and the um, the state, the uh, Wisconsin State House is like right in the middle of it. So like we were a few blocks from that, so you can like walk around and everything. So it was cool. Um, so that was good. Uh, I was a buddy from high school, so we had some high school guys in, which was a lot of fun. Uh, didn't have the whole crew, high school crew in, which was weird because uh, this there's like eight or eight or so of us that are still pretty close from high school. Um, and this was the first one where guys couldn't make it because they have babies. Like one oh. of the guys in my group just had one like a little over a month ago. Uh, another guy had his second like three months ago. So there's like multiple guys who have some of them multiple children. And it's just like, yeah, we can't make it. I have a baby. And it's like, I get that. I mean, I'm upset you're not here and I wish you were so we could hang out because we don't get to see each other very much anymore. But it's just like, dang, got kids now. So that's kind of a trip. Um, that that'll happen for you guys in a few years, I'm sure. If it hasn't so started actually, already. That happened once and it was the funniest thing. So it was when my brother had his kid. Uh, my oldest brother had his kid. And um he texted the group chat, so I knew he was having the baby, but the rest of the golf chat didn't know. This was actually the year before beer went. Uh, he texts the group chat. He's like, oh, I'm not going to be able to make it this year after he said he was going to make it. And everyone's like, that's fucking horse shit. That's BS. <laughs> you know, that's Bush league. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to like, my kid's only going to be three weeks old. And everyone's like, you know what? That makes sense. That's a good excuse. <laughs> like that, that that's fair. Like everyone changed their tune. They're like, we get it. Yeah. That, okay. That That's a good excuse. Like that's, there's a lot of BS excuses, bad excuses. Having an offspring, congrats on the sex. That's one. You have a trophy now. Yeah. I mean, I, and like, I I understand that for all my friends, for sure. Uh, I think the youngest, the 
the youngest one was like two months old. So still like very much in a baby phase. I mean, very much like needs attention all the time. And you don't want to take any time away from your child. And I'm sure they didn't want that any of them wanted to be, uh, you know, take a time away from from their kids and everything. But at the same time, I'm also like on the other side because I don't have kids. So I have no idea what it's like. So I'm like on the other side, like. You guys, you know, like the kid's not going to remember this. They're, you know, less than a year old. They're going to forget this. They won't matter. You know, you just <laughs> drive up on Saturday, party with a Saturday night, drive back Sunday. Like, you'll be fine. The kid will be fine. Your wife can handle them for one night or your parents or in-laws can handle them for one night. You know, that sort of stuff. But uh, just doesn't really work that way anymore uh, <laughs> as, much as, as much as I would like it to. Um, so the wedding was great. Um, it was like Jewish light or like diet Jewish because my friend is Jewish, but they uh, his wife is not. So they didn't do it in like a synagogue temple or whatever. But he he did the stomp the the glass thing after after you uh, kiss the bride, you stomp on the, the, the glass and break it. I don't remember what the reason for that tradition is, but it's a Jewish tradition. So he did that. Um we lifted up on chairs at one point. We were going to do the hora, like the whole dance, but we uh, the DJ didn't play it, so we just ended up lifting him, uh, my buddy and the bride up on the on chairs. Was it uh, to another song? Because that is yeah, that's it was badass. yeah, it was to uh, I mean like a modern song. I forget what, um, but at one point, um, oh, it was a song that apparently in college they he he used to crowd surf to or something like that. Like his buddies used to like lift him up in college and to that song. So that's what they did the chairs to. Um, so yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of drinking. Um, so definitely was like tired and hungover after the weekend and just kind of hung out towards the end of the weekend. Um, but yeah, summer's in full swing, got a bunch of concerts coming up next week. So I'm super excited about that. So just like doing something every night, basically it feels like. Yeah. Um, that's good. Also, you got to remember parent hangovers. You can't take the next day to like sleep it off. Yeah, that's true. Like that kid's, that kid's going to wake up early no matter what. Yeah. There's like no relief from it. Um, so, yeah. Then that's like, you know, just have your, have your parents, have your in-laws, you know, sister, brother-in-law, something like that. Have, have them help you out for a night. Do you lose audio, yeah. Joe? Do you do you hear me? Yeah. Uh, I think only one of my headphones are working, but that's fine. Um, yeah. All right. So it sounds like we all had a good fourth. That's good. Um, let's go into let's we're going into sports. We're going to stick with the fourth. What is more of a fourth of July sporting event than the Nathan's hot dog eating contest? <laughs> Joey Chestnut is going to go down as one of the greatest competitors of our generation. First off, the man's entrance, absolutely stud. Some people are calling it his flu game. I'm one of those people. He gets off the bus. Uh-oh, what's happened? Broken fucking leg. Does that mind him? Not a fucking bit. Not even the, t- you know what? He, it might've looked, he might've looked hungrier for it. He's like, I got to eat to regrow this leg. He got off on crutches, broken leg, starts walking up to the podium. Everyone's just like, He's the goat, you know, like Kobayashi was the original, I would say, or was that his name? Kobayashi. Yeah. Kobayashi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kobayashi was like the original, like he won the first things. And then Joey Chestnut came in and said, hold my beer. Let me snack on 78 hot dogs. 
The funniest thing is I was looking at the over under so you could bet on it. Now I didn't bet on it, but I was just looking at it. It was 74 and a half hot dogs in 10 minutes. When I looked at it, I said, that's gotta be impossible. How could you consume it? Oh, it went over. Oh, I mean, it it went over. I think it went over with like a minute left. You know how nuts that is? 75 hot dogs with a minute left. And then I think he ate like six more. I, I, it was it was wild. It I, was crazy. I don't, the I boy re- went nuts. Yeah, I really don't understand how he's able to one-up his record that he sets every single year. Like, that to me mm-hmm. is the most impressive. Like, I feel like I'm looking up his um, Wikipedia page and everything here. So I, I'm trying to find, like, the first year he won it was 2007. So in 2007, yeah. he uh, ate 66. Like how how do you get anything more than sixty six in twelve minutes, like or ten minutes, whatever it is? That is ridiculous to me. And every year, it's like he set a new record. He set a new record, and it's just it's wild. I don't understand it. And then he goes out and parties after it, drinks a lot of beer, hangs out, pretty cool guy. Um, I mean, he's just the goat of eating. I mean, when you keep setting records, the best part is every time he breaks a record, he's like congratulations, you beat the world record. You now hold the top seven spots. And it's like, not only is he the record holder, it's like, dude, I'm, I'm everyone on the leaderboard. And that's that, that to me is like, yeah, you're pretty good at what you do. And I don't know if I eat 70 hot dogs in a year. Dude, 70 hot dogs in a year is more than one a week like do you eat more than one a week i mean that's that's a lot i mean i love baseball and i love getting a hot dog at the game but i don't think i don't think i'm eating them that often i was just gonna say i couldn't tell you the last time i had a hot dog not at a baseball game yeah so just a regular hot dog you know like when is the last time you had a regular one right no, I don't know. I see. I go. I go to like the high V in Minnesota, and I'll like go to the brat section. They have all the cool flavored brats. I'll buy a couple of those, but not just hot dogs. So, uh, well, I prefer brats over hot dogs. So, like when I'm going to the grocery store, I always get brats or like an Italian sausage. But it, it is true though. At a ball game, a hot dog is just it hits different. Everyone yeah, knows it, and it's it, people complain about it so much. But there is something so special and simple about an overpriced hot dog combination with an overpriced light beer. That's a chef's kiss. <laughs> it is so good. Everyone's like, yeah, you can make that at home for a dollar. Shut up. Get out of here. It's not, it's not the same. When you're, when you take a bite of a hot dog and a Cubs player gets a hit or for beer, a Sox player gets into a triple play like last week, you're gonna remember where you were when that happened. I'm sorry. That was that was. We don't, that was we don't have to talk about the White Sox. I never want to talk. I don't like talking about them. They I'm just, sorry. Uh. Both teams are bad, so I feel like we could we could joke a little bit. Um, but yeah. So the the eating challenge. I always forget how fast it is. Like I feel like the ten minutes go by within like a blink of an eye. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, we're watching it. We're watching it. Oh, it's over. Like, oh, okay, we're done. There's there's something about life there, you know. If you mm-hmm. if you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. That's what a yeah. wise man once stop said. Stop and smell the hot dogs. <laughs> I like it. Um, all right, the next one, MLB. There's some big changes happening in the MLB. 
The commissioner came out and said that robot referees will officially be installed in 2024. It was, I mean, it was becoming a problem. Like it is. The, ML, it the is. MLB scorecard system where they were grading each ump and it was like wildly inconsistent. Like, like uh, it started to get to that. It's like they have to make a change and nobody's really going to like it at first. Nobody's really going to like it. But it's just something has to change because what's was working right now is like making people hate umpires, and that sucks. Like, but I, I think they're actually going to keep an umpire behind the plate. That he's okay. just going to be told if yeah. it's a strike or a ball. Yeah, it makes it makes it easier. They should definitely have someone there, but like that's like takes the like they have to call like all of these pitches all game while actually like managing a baseball game. It's like a lot of work for these umps to do like the mm-hmm. whole time, and then like they could be getting stuff wrong and then like they get challenged by players. Then they like, maybe they adjust their zone or something like then it messes everything. It's just, you know, the human element with an ump there. I don't know. Like it, it's become so part of the game that like framing is a huge deal that like everything is a huge deal just because the umps aren't perfect. And so now we're in this, now we're in this situation where you have MLB scorecards, like maybe Angel Hernandez is the worst. Um, He's so bad. Like, worst. Like, and it's like, so bad. It sucks. And it's cause it's, they don't have anyone better. And it's like, what are you supposed to do at this point? Like, so I'm curious you guys thoughts. I'm, I'm really excited for the day that the system goes down and they have to go back to it. And it's just going to be a shit show. It's going to be hilarious. Like you, you kind of see it now with the new call signals between catchers and pitchers. Sometimes it doesn't work. So they have to go back to the old school. And then it's like, they haven't done it in a while. So it like takes a couple of batters to get used to. I would love that for it to be like a ball over the, uh, over the uh, ump's head and be like, strike? Like, dude, you couldn't even hit that. And you'd be like, fuck, yeah, no, you're right. I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm out of sorts. So that's going to be funny. I, I mean, these are the things that the baseball has to do is because it's getting, it's getting back into popularity. But since it is, you know, it's not as up there as uh, NFL or NBA, they have to start making changes that helps the fans and someone's going to lose in that perspective. And I think just having the ref lose a little bit of power, I think is kind of like the, you know, best scenario. Like, I think you need, you need a ref there just in case something happens. Cause that makes sense to me. You can have them focus more on the game. Um, and then them just not calling balls and strikes every time. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I don't. I don't love it, but I'm okay with it. Right. But I was saying, like, like give them a little bit of, give them a little time to focus on other things on the game. Like they, Mm -hmm. every single pitch they've got to be on for, and like the really good umps, like that's like they're getting ninety eight percent right. That's awesome. But then the flip side is they're still two percent wrong, and like they're trying Mm -hmm. to like they're trying to be perfect, and they might be like missing other things because they're so focused on it. So it just gives them a little bit more, you know. Like, yeah, take like, some of that off of them, you know? And it's like a lot of the bad calls have been coming in really big parts of the game. And so that's what we need to go down. And it's like what Beer said. It's like 90% of the time they're right. 2%, it doesn't sound bad, but if it impacts the game, that's where it's really hurting you, especially when it slows down to do, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, to do replays, um, challenges, stuff like that. It just, you know, makes the makes the time a little longer. 
So uh, I'm very excited about that. The funniest part is, you know, the uh, the Astros are going to figure out a way to cheat that system. Hundred <laughs> percent doesn't matter. They're gonna they're gonna figure out a way to cheat that system. The um the scorecards. So I've seen those before on Reddit. Is that an is that a legitimate thing that the MLB was doing to track everything? Is that a fan made thing that they were doing? Like, where did, what did that spring out of, and how is it being utilized outside of just like, hey, here's some review for once of the ump. I thought the ump review was by the ump's union. I'm pretty I, sure the ump reunion. What, 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 what do you know, beer? I thought it was like a Twitter account that just did reviews, and it was like, but it was accurate using like the game data, like that you find online. Basically, like you take the ump and then you show the number of calls that are missed and like made, and then you connect it because they weren't connecting it anywhere else really, and so they had yeah. like. You see, you've seen it on Reddit, like the ump scorecards. I think those there's like a Twitter page that just posts the constant ump scorecards, like that, just letting everyone know like how they do specifically. And then the ones that we see are like on Reddit are like the the really you know the different ones, like the bad Angel Hernandez games are the really good, some really good games too from yeah. some umps. So yeah, that, that, that is kind of a shitty part though, where the really good refs that are doing a really good job this year are kind of being punished. Which I don't yeah. know, and that's it does suck because there is yeah. some that are really good. That that's what brings me kind kind of to like my overall point is or what what I was thinking was I I've never seen and this might be something with like you said the umpires have a union versus the MLB or something like that. I don't know how they collective bargain or anything, but it's interesting to me that the commissioner's office MLB is just taking this leap from. Umps have essentially no oversight, no sort of punishment, no sort of review process to now they can't even make any calls. Like there, it seems like there should have been several steps in between those two. And I feel like this is one of those things that Manfred is just like pushing through because it's something he wants to do because he thinks people are going to like it. He thinks it's going to grow the game and something like that, which I mean, he's a commissioner. He can kind of make decisions uh, broadly like that. But it, it's just weird to me that they're like, it feels like years ago, We've had this technology that they could have been like, hey, Angel Hernandez, you were terrible. You missed 20 calls this <laughs> game, and it objectively cost this team potentially some like a few runs because it happened at big moments. And if mm -hmm. you do that a couple more times, guess what? You're going to get demoted, and you're not going to be able to call behind home plate anymore. You're not going to be a crew chief anymore. You're going to be relegated to fucking third base, who hardly ever makes any calls in the entire game. Or worse, we'll throw you back down in the minor leagues. Like there, there's it's just wild to me that there's no form of like accountability or review process. And now it's just gonna be like, well, you guys have lost your privileges. And that could have been we could have had like really good umpires be like, hey, this is one of the best umpires in the league. He's gonna call the World Series. That's your reward for being a really good umpire. Is you get to call the big games like that. And then when something bad does happen in the in the World Series, you can say, hey. At least this guy has shown the entire season that he's one of the best umpires in the league. He maybe got this wrong. We want to make sure we get the right call all the time, whatever. Like, it, it's just like, I don't really care about robot umps. I mean, I'm kind of like, want to be a purist and much like the DH be like, no, I don't, I don't want that. But I know as soon as they bring him in, I'm probably not going to notice that much. So yeah. it's just overall kind of a weird process that they've done. So. Well, I like what you're saying. So they actually do this in the UFC and a lot of MMA uh, organizations where they have almost like a uh, like a regulation system. Or no, what what's it called in soccer when you get demoted? Relegation. Relegation. So it's like um, 
for all of the big title fights, they pick the best umps. Or I'm sorry, the best refs to ref. I think like that wouldn't be a bad idea if the MLB did something like that, where it's like, you're terrible. And so you know how like for playoffs, they always just rotate throughout the series. Mm-hmm. They just rotate. I think if they were just like, dude, you're fucking shit and you're really good, you're just going to be the home plate umpire for the series. And you're going to be the first base umpire for the series. You're going to be, you know, yeah, that, that, that could have been a good idea, but you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's going to be something that you're going to forget about until it starts again. Cause we still have a full year. Yeah. So it's like, you're going to forget about it and then it's going to happen. And you're going to be like, you know what though? If they toss out every ump still needs their strikeout tag. <laughs> Cause I need them. Like I need those. I need you, like, they're not even really making the call. They just hear the strike. It's like, Oh, this is going to be fun. Like yeah. the crowd's going to love this or the crowd's going to hate this call. Like, yeah. I like that. I Mm-hmm. I think I think too from a fan perspective yeah. though like it, once these robot umps come in like you can't get mad at the the umps anymore you can be like come on that's a fucking terrible call like yeah. they, you're taking away that joy from the fans which I don't like this and, that, and that's a, that's <laughs> yeah, a exactly. really good thing because even if it is like a good call you have an out yeah you have, well you know the refs were against us the whole game exactly that's you that's can't a, do that you, with the fucking robot you can't do that with the robot and now they, they've got review and everything like that like they're, they're literally going to get every single call right and it takes away every single excuse you could possibly have as a as a losing fan yeah that's yeah um all right so i so it sounds like we're all on the same page we're not against it but we just we had other alternatives see mlb listen to us Listen to the fans. Ask yeah. us what we want. We'll give you <laughs> ideas. Some will be good. Some will be bad. But whatever. Uh, let's go on to the next one. So the next one is the Big Ten is adding two new teams. Two new teams are USC, UCLA are joining the Big Ten. I really only have a problem with this for the geographic reasons. That's it. Um, ex- oh, no, I do have one big problem. I've been seeing a lot on Reddit, and I need these people to shut the fuck up. They're saying that the Big Ten should change their name because now it's up to 16 teams and it's not the Big Ten anymore. Shut up. That's not how this works. They will always be the Big Ten. For the last seven years, there's been 14 teams. No one's complained. No one's complained. No one. As soon as we go to 16, we got to change the name. Not on my dead body. You, you could round down. Day. You could round down from 14 to 10. Now 16, you got to round up. I don't know. I think sounds terrible. I think it opens up a lot, a lot of new opportunities. Think about like if you're the best ten teams in the Big Ten, then you could be the Big Ten. You can get like a trophy for being the top ten teams in the in the in the conference, like for that specific sport. So like the top ten football teams in the conference could be like you're the Big Ten of the Big Ten. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Just trying to think of like reasons to do it, and then they could still find a way to fit the sixteen into the logo somehow. Because I love how they keep doing that. So yeah. keep, keep figuring it out because I'm very excited to keep, keep seeing <laughs> the it. The best part is people are like all mad about this. I'm a little upset just because of the geographic reasons. Like I said, they're not Big Ten. They're not the Big Ten football style. It's a different style of football that's played in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. So it is a little different. So we're going to have to see how that works out. But my my results is this, or my thought is Maryland and Rutgers joined. How are they? <laughs> how are they Big Ten? 
So it's like, why not, Adam? And I really think, Nick, this is going to be really cool for me and you. I think this is going to force Notre Dame's hand to actually join a Power 5 conference. Well, right now it's going to be Power 4, but whatever. I think they're going to join the Big Ten. So the arms race is happening. So, like, this is where it's going, right? We can, like, say, oh, no, we don't want them. Like, they're on the West Coast. They're from Pac-12. It's different than Big Ten football. But, like, if they don't come here, they're going to find their way in the SEC somehow. If they know they're not from the Southeast, like, they'll figure it out. Because there's, I think there's four more schools that just are dropping the ACC right now that are, like, trying to get into the SEC. So it's going to be – I'm fine if it's the Big Ten and the SEC is the two juggernauts. That's fine by me. We'll take as many really good teams that we can fill out through the Big Ten and have a really, really spicy conference because then you get good players coming to our schools. You get, like, people that want to play in the Big Ten. It actually, like, is a big deal. When before it was like, oh, the Big Ten, you could go to the SEC, you could go to the Pac-12, you could do all of that. But now it's like you don't go to the SEC. You basically have to go to the Big Ten if you want to go to a really solid school. And it's like I'm fine with that power rate. Give me me the power rate. Give us the best school. Give us the best, like, divisions within those conferences. I think – you know, I'm I'm all about watching good college football because there's so much bad college football. There's so many blowouts in college football. Like, give me like the good games and like give me more of them. So I'm welcome UCLA, welcome USC. I think that's awesome. I think it's so fun. Like that. They're I, think, in, that they're in. I also think it's no big secret that the SEC and the Big Ten are the two biggest conferences. So it's like everyone knows, technically money wise, they're the biggest conferences. Oh, okay. And with the say, NIL, with like athletic ability, there's like three good Big Ten teams. <laughs> but like throughout all the sports, they're yeah. they're, no, they're always football. up there. Right? Yeah. They're always talked about. Yeah. Um, and so it, it, it's kind of like what Beer said. It's like an arms race. We get all the money from TV. Why not join us? And and it it got to the point where literally they couldn't beat us. So why not join us? And I get it because it really came down to this when. Texas and Oklahoma left for the SEC. All these other teams are like, well, we can move to a bigger conference. Like, holy shit, is this a thing? (laughs) And so it's like, I don't blame them for wanting to do that. We have such a big money package for TV rights. Adding two historic teams is good. And we have the Rose Bowl connection, which I kind of like. There's a little rivalries there. Um. The one thing that I wanted to say is for that first year in 2024 is when it's supposed to go into effect. They can obviously get them kicked out and they can start playing this year. Let's just say that doesn't happen. The most fun games to bet on is going to be USC playing Northwestern at 11 o'clock in Evanston. That's a sleep game for USC, my guy. That's two hours back. Their body clock's at 9 a.m.? It's cold. Oh, my God. Hey, hey, Pac-12, get used to fullbacks because the Big Ten got a lot of them, huh? We got a lot of corn-fed fullbacks that are coming right up the gut to take your head off. So those are going to be some fun games. And I like I like some of the matchups. Obviously, with these two teams coming in and, like, how the East already plays – football um it hasn't been said if they're going to the east or west i wouldn't be surprised if they split them up just to keep them equal but uh you're gonna see some changes in big 10 football or you're gonna see some changes from those two teams and it's gonna be like the first year the styles are just gonna try and we're just gonna see who wins so i think that's gonna be pretty fun because like all the big 10 teams are gonna be like welcome to our conference we're gonna try to run the ball down your throat 
Pac-12 is going to be like, we're going to try to air it out. I know you guys got good defenses. So I'm excited to see who wins. I want to see a mid-November game between Wisconsin and USC in Wisconsin in Madison. I would love to see the California boys fly out to cold snowy Wisconsin in November and play against the, the, the farm bred uh, big boys on the line and whatever yeah. dynamic running back they've got. Cause I think that'll be interesting. Um, December 3rd, Nebraska UL or UCLA versus Nebraska. <laughs> it'll be, awesome. be great. a full hundred thousand person stadium, all wearing red. No one's got a jacket on, even though it's like 15 degrees. That'd be great. You could see your breath. It's snowing. It's just the imaging. I like. Yeah. I, it's weird to me though. Like where, where are things heading? So if this is going to happen in a couple years or whenever it is like 10 years from now, are we thinking that there's going to be like three conferences then that everybody plays in? And then at one point, does it just become like one conference? It's like, everybody's in the same conference now. Anybody can play everybody. I don't know. It's just, it, it almost feels like too corporate and too like businessy for college football uh is mm. the only thing that i'm scared about or not maybe not scared about but just like people are doing that they're, they're doing this so they can make money and so that way they can get the best players and win championships and everything so like i get i get the draw but if we end up having all the best teams in the sec and the big 10 then what does that mean for every other team? What does that mean for every other? Do we even pay attention to the teams that aren't in the two big conferences? And do the two te- the teams in the two big conferences get all the benefit of the doubt? They say, "Hey, this team went ten and two, uh, you know, nine and three versus a, another team in a non-power two conference that went undefeated. Nah, they're not as good. They they don't play in the good conference. Just kind of like." there's already a separation between group of five and power five right now. And it's just like going to consolidate even more. So I don't know. Well, I think that's a, another reason that these teams did that is because having a loss or two in the big 10 or sec, you see them getting into the playoffs more than any other yeah. team in other conference For sure. combined. I mean, we saw how it went with Cincinnati last year being the first group of five team didn't go well. Um, so, it's just do with the NIL. It's just such a different thing with all this money being showed and most big 10 teams and sec teams have national coverage for their games every week. And so that's just a lot of money. And with NIL being able to be like, Hey, if you want to come here, we're in the big 10. Like, I'm not going to lie. I think one of the reasons that, um, Arch Manning went to Texas is because they're going to be in the SEC. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he goes there if they're not. And it's just that, but that's how it is. If you're a really good recruit, you know, if you go to schools like that, you're going to get so much TV time. And if you play well, it just boosts your draft stock solely on the purpose that you're in front of more eyes. And you're just like constantly in the public light. And, you know, those are the types of teams that, are in the top 25 before a game's play. You know, that's, you know, there's stuff like that where I totally get it from a perspective. And now with the addition of two historic teams like USC and UCLA, you're going to see better recruits want to go to smaller big 10 schools like an Iowa, um, like a Purdue like that. So I'm, I'm very interested to see that. And I think it's, it's only good. 
Um, it's just the geographic thing was the only thing I was like, eh. Yeah, that's weird. We'll see how it goes. Though. We'll see how it goes. Um, okay, so let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? Where? On the podcast. Oh. oh. Okay. Um, let's do the over-under. So the over-under this week is grilling. What is something overrated or underrated about grilling? I'll start off. My underrated about grilling is vegetables. This is going to sound weird, but hear me out. Vegetables that I like are very good. There's just some, when you get the little smoke taste on the little grill marks on like a carrot or some corn. Oh my God. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's better. It's just better. Like than having just like steamed broccoli. I, I, it's just better. Mm-hmm. Like a grilled asparagus. Oh my God. It's so good. Like beer. I bet if you smoked vegetables, I bet they'd be good too. Yeah. I, I've tried that before. It's, I've done it like with cool situations where you take, yeah, it's definitely underrated. I completely agree. And you take like peppers and like you throw them on the smoker. I take stuffed peppers and like put it on there. It just adds a whole dynamic and it's so smoky and good. Then you eat it for a couple of days and it's so cheap too. So mm-hmm. that's the best. And part. then my overrated is going to be grilling hot dogs. I prefer my hot dogs boiled. I prefer boiled. boiled. Dog. Okay. Yeah. We're on the hot dog thing again. Sorry. The over under, Overrated, underrated about grilling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Underrated. Um, what's underrated about grilling? I would say. Hmm. I'd like beers overrated. It'd be like just grilling in general. Like, smoke your meats <laughs> like a man. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like lumping it all together. It's like what was what was like really overrated when I was making a lot of like grilled stuff i'd say okay this is just me what's overrated i think smoked cream cheese dip is so freaking overrated but everybody on reddit freaking loves to smoke <laughs> cream cheese dip. they love it all right and they think it's so good and they're like oh yeah put like put your rub on it or put like honey and like smoke it and i've done it i've done it multiple times no nope, <laughs> nope. i like, brought it in at jenny tries she was like no. And I was like, I'm doing exactly how they say. So I think that's overrated. <laughs> I think you, you want to get, you want to, it looks cool. It looks cool in pictures, but it's not that good. I don't think it's that good. So, so wait, overrated. It, it smoke, smoked cream cheese. So you literally just take like a brick of cream cheese and you score it a little. Okay. You put it on the smoker and it stays together, but like builds like a little crust. Do you, and then you like use, you dip it. Do you put some you uh, spices on it? Some, some rub on it or yeah so what they typically say is like make a rub and put like some like brown sugar or something in it and or you could have like your typical barbecue rub or like some people like i was taking my grandma's honey and putting honey over it and like they say that's usually pretty good but like i tried multiple different ways and it's like i'm just wasting cream cheese like (laughs) (laughs) cream cheese is not cheap people yeah in this Um, economy I like when beer said that today. In this economy, in this economy, in this economy six dollars for in and out. In this economy, Dude, in, <laughs> in, and out. in and out, so cheap. I love it. Are you kidding me? Uh, what's uh, so that's overrated. What's underrated? I, I would I would go back, and this was already said on the pod. I if you grill or smoke, um, what are they called? Uh, pizza rolls. That those are extremely Ooh. underrated. People sleep on that stuff. Oh. Joe was talking about it. I thought you were, for some reason, I thought you said those were underrated. And I was like, dude, I loved those. 
those are, those are, they are underrated. That's what he's saying. They, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I People thought you said overrated. Yeah. Nobody talks about it. It's just like so easy. And then you toss them in for, there for two hours and come out crispy and like smoky. Mm. Good stuff. It's good stuff. Nick will have them this year. I can't wait. Yeah. Um. So my underrated is uh, grilled pineapple. I think a grilled pineapple, I always forget about it, but the times that I remember it, it's tough because you can't have like chunks. You kind of got to have the whole like cord like out a circular pineapple. patty. Yeah. And then you, you slice it, you get a good, uh, like decent sized thickness slice. And mm, you throw that on a burger, you throw that on fish, um, mm. just caramelizes really well. Um, that's a, that can make a break a nice meal like that. Um, overrated. I was going to say hot dogs too. Uh, okay. I, like, I don't, and like, I don't particularly like boiled hot dogs either. I, um, I mean, I, I, I like hot dogs in general, but I feel like on the grill, it's like if you, you like put them down and then I turn away for like 30 seconds, and I come back and they're like completely burned on that side. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Sweet. This is great. Um, I'm trying to think of something else though, since you already said, uh, hot dogs as well. Um, they always cook way too fast. And yeah. if you're not very attentive, they're always burnt. It's like, when are they done? And it's like, well, they're yeah. already cooked. So you're just heating yeah, them up and like, eh. it's a weird thing. Yeah. Um, overrated about grilling. I, you know, what might be overrated, honestly, and it's really hard to do in the city. It's just charcoal in general. It's so hard to get lit. It tastes really good. It tastes really, really yeah. good. It's just, it takes forever to get lit. I can't do it in the city is the problem because you need the right kind of, of place to do it. So it, it tastes, it. It, it tastes better. Well, like I have, I have like a, um, uh, a, a little chimney, a wood. No, I have a wood, uh, deck and like my neighbors, uh -huh. Like above me a couple weeks ago, we're like grilling or something like that, and like some like coals blew off and flew off onto our deck and like burned some of our patio furniture and stuff like that. So it's like, oh man, I got to worry about this. I don't know. It's t it's just tough in the city. That's all. Okay. Okay. Um. I so I really only had one thing I wanted to talk about. Did I talk about the Mona Lisa incident last week? I can't remember. I feel like we did. Did we talk to Mona Lisa? Two weeks ago. I think we did. I think we did. Maybe, right, let's maybe just not. Go, let's just go to the rank. So the rank is just going to be America. It's a draft. We're going to go myself, Nick, and Beer. It's just America. It's America. Okay? My first thing, and I, I dare you, I dare you to find a better one. A 30 rack of beer is a thing here. That's America. That's America. You can't find 30 racks of pop. You can't find 30 racks of water. You can for those mini ones. I don't count those. Those are only four ounces. Being able to walk into a store and be like, I want some cold, refreshing bush latte. And they're like, here, good sir. Here's 30 of them. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's America. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, you guys overdo it on your portions. Yeah, we do. You know how no, little I have freedom. to go to the store? <laughs> I have to go to the store half the time because I don't have to buy just 12. Yeah. But that's America. That's great. All right. Mine, my first one, kind of piggybacking off of that. What time of day can you go and get that beer? 24 hours a day in some places. 24-7, yeah. 
convenience stores, grocery stores, Walmart, that sort of stuff, that is America right there. Because I, when I studied abroad, it was like places would close at like six. You're like, you want to get groceries? You got to do it by six. It's like I work or I have class until like five, five thirty. Like you got a half an hour and that's it. And then on like Saturdays and Sundays, they're like, we're not going to open or we'll open for a little bit. So the fact that we have so many businesses in America that it's like, Oh, it's 1030. I'm a little bit hungry. Okay, I'm going to walk down the the street to the 7-Eleven or to the corner store or something like that and get something. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right, Beer, you got two. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start my first pick with bald eagles. Bald eagles. Yeah, that's America. America. That's America. That's, like you ever on a, on a boat that might be and you return – and you're like, that's a bald eagle up there. And that's a bald eagle. It's, it's so cool. Sometimes you get goosebumps. Like, that's America right there. Hell yeah. Bald eagles, number one. And then number two, it's kind of like similar to what you guys are saying, but I just say beer caves in general. Mm. Like, you, okay. go, you go into, like, I see it a lot when you're driving through Wisconsin. You stop at, like, a, a quick trip. You walk into a quick trip. They got that beer cave in the back. And you go in there, and it's like, oh, you know, I'm home. You know, and you grab some, grab some beer and the, from the gas station. You want to know what he's coming back from a hot round of golf, stopping at like a Dominic, opening up that beer cave, walking in, all of this thing just hitting you, all the cold, it's giving you little kisses, and you just know for a one brief moment, you're home. That's that's America. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's great. Um, okay, my second one. I'm gonna go with road trips. I think the good, yeah. the good old fashioned all American road trip because the country is so massive. Like they don't have them in Europe because like it's it's too small. They got too many trains. Like it, it's just not it's not feasible. Um, they don't have them in other places like Australia because there's just not enough stuff to travel to. Like most of it is just like desert or like Africa is like well there's a lot of tough stuff to drive through and uh, things aren't reliable and everything. But I, I, I really feel like the, the, um, um, road trip is a, a pure American thing and I love doing it. Yeah. Um, okay. My second pick, my second pick, or do, um, no, yeah, no, I'm going to stick with this one. I don't think someone's going to take my, Oh, wait, no, I got back to back picks. Nice. Yeah. I don't even have to worry. All right. My second pitch or pick is going to just be having America pride. Like just being proud to be an American. We put it in our song. We have American flags on everything. I have American flags on my golf ball, everything. And it's just like, when you look at someone during the 4th of July, like pulling up their flag and you're just like, that's America. Good brand. Like, let's go. Yeah. Like I like <laughs> that. Most Americans have such good American pride. I'm like a very proud. And I like that. It's a nice sense uh, of community. You're walking down the street like, yeah. on the fourth and stuff. You're like, point mm-hmm. someone to like, just happy for it. Like, yes. I love it. Um, okay. And then my third one, just things that are absolutely American. Chewing tobacco. <laughs> chewing tobacco is American. Tell me that's not America. Uh, that is pretty American. Uh, cigarettes yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. You... People smoke cigarettes everywhere, but you only yep. see the big chew in here. Yep. Dip. Yep. That's American. That, that, like, that's American. That's pretty good. Um, 
Okay, I had one, and then I forgot it. I thought of another one. It was pretty generic. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'll just I'll just say it. Baseball. Baseball is American. Baseball, That's American. Baseball is summertime. I feel like a lot of America revolves around like summertime, mainly because we've got like Memorial Day as the start of summer, and like Fourth of July is like this middle point of summer and everything like that. So I just associate it so much. I mean was started here uh obviously not played everywhere in the world but a lot of places so and i love baseball yeah nice it's america's national pastime so that's right yeah mm-hmm. love it do i eat two now mm-hmm. or yeah. okay so my next two my final two picks number three it's, i feel like i deserve to take this one barbecue yeah mm-hmm. that's, about as, that's about as american as you can get um yep. like that texas Texas barbecue like that's you can't find that anywhere else so I, I would say that and then you know my favorite sport in the world football so I I, I oh, think that's, that's, that's America that's a that's it's still hard to catch on everywhere else they're just expanding Europe like that's America it's football yeah. <laughs> your last pick um my last pick um this is tough. What about um, race cars? Like, oh, or just cars, you know, trucks, yeah. maybe. Um, trucks race, race cars. Are very race, tr- trucks are very American. Race cars, though, feels right. Um, Indy 500. Oh, NASCAR. Yeah. Did you guys hear? NASCAR. They just announced that um, the streets of Chicago, of downtown Chicago, are going to be available for a NASCAR race starting next year. So we could have a NASCAR race through the through the loop of Chicago, which is wild to me. That's surprised because it seems like that would be more of an F one thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So there we um, go. I, my last pick. It's just going to be this. To me, is so American. Food combinations. And what I mean by that is like in America, you can go to a place, get a burger with the two patties, bacon, and pulled pork on top. We take two dishes, put them under one bun, and you call it dinner. I love that. Uh, one of the prime examples at a golf outing a couple weeks ago, we were at, we were at lunch after, and Tom goes, I really want these fried mac and cheese bites and a burger. And then he goes, holy shit, they have a mac and cheese bite burger. (laughs) And I'm like, that's America, baby. I'm like, that's America. Yeah. You could just, you could just sandwich anything you want and be like, that's a good sandwich. And like coming from a smoker, like have you ever gone to like a barbecue spot where they're just like, Hey, what would you like to eat? And you're like, I'll have the sampler player. And they're like, dope. That's a quarter pound of eight meats. And you're like, bring it out, <laughs> bring Let's it out. Go. And I'll eat it. Well, you never have to, you never have to pick between one or the other here. Or you could find something with both. And yeah. I love it. I, I would say my favorite barbecue sandwich that I could make. And I rarely ever have it. I'm really excited to have it at a golf trip is when I have my pulled pork plus brisket plus, um, onion ring sandwich where I take the pulled pork, yeah. brisket, onion ring on one sandwich. It's got the salty, you got the onion, it's got the pulled pork, it's really juicy pulled pork with brisket slices in there. Like it's 
hits everything and it's my favorite thing but i rarely get to make it because i'm rarely making pulled pork and a brisket at the same time mm. except for you guys See, so. and those are the foods that like <laughs> people from the uk or from other countries look like that's just too much food you're like shut your damn mouth shut up <laughs> a couple more <laughs> on the food food ideas that are american uh peanut butter and jelly very oh, yeah. very american mm-hmm. uh mcdonald's i think is, yeah, is oh, pretty yeah. american even though it's it's all over the place um obesity very american classic <laughs> in line with that um there was something else i had uh i forget i'm an honorable mention i had like lake houses like being yeah. able to go on a lake you know i was thinking that too. something like that yeah. lake life with pontoons mm-hmm. like you know that's definitely yeah um the the only honorable mention i had was uh patriotic songs you know you got country songs that are like i'll put a boot in your ass and you're like yeah i just think country Uh, music in general line is because it's the american way yeah um star spangled banner beautiful um what's the name of the song where it's like uh oh my god it's like from the lakes of Tennessee to the Shining Sea. Country Road? No. Oh. The flag still stands from freedom. Yeah, I'm proud to be American. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's just it just <laughs> We just made It's not very banger. subtle. <laughs> yeah, it's not very subtle. Um, um all right, thank you guys very much for listening. I urge you have one more Nick? Uh no, nah, I don't know. It's all good. All right, thank you guys very much for listening. We we hope you guys had a safe and uh, good 4th of July. We will see you next week. And uh, yeah, have a good one. <laughs>